But first today, Shortland Street, educators, double parked, and the adventures of Susie Boone are just a few of the shows you may recognise our next guest from. Actor, writer, comedian and Billy T Award winner Kuda Forrester is our fast favourites guest this week. But you may need to keep the tissues nearby for Forrester's next performance. She's back on stage with Massive Theatre Company's Half of the Sky, a tale of three sisters, love, lost and whanau dynamics. Kuda joins us now in the studio. Kia ora, Kuda. Kia ora, Pelina. Thanks for having me. So nice to have you in the studio. Kia ora, Kuda. Kia ora, Mark. Nice to hear your voice. <laughs> it's been a long time. It has. It's nice to be reaching across the airwaves to you. You've been up to your eyeballs in dress rehearsals. You've already done uh, a show in New Plymouth, Taranaki. How's it all going? It's going amazing, thank you. Uh, it's been lovely to be back on the stage with Massive Theatre Company, my favourite theatre company in Aotearoa to work with. Um, it's like coming home every time I work with Massive. And this show has been a long time in the making. We did our first season in, oh goodness, I'm going to get the dates wrong, Uh <laughs> We did our first season a few years ago and we wanted to bring it back on tour for 2020 and 2021 and we got sort of COVIDed out. We managed to make an amazing documentary online though with Half of the Sky because we rehearsed the show and we actually performed a Zoom version of the show oh, that you can wow. see if you'd um, like to check it out. It's on massivecompany.co.nz. Uh, so that was incredible. So now 2023 we're back and we're on tour and it's going really well. That must feel really good to finally be back on stage. Oh, yes. And there's um, something quite odd about rehearsing. You know, like we did a kissing scene on yeah. Zoom. <laughs> it was incredible. But we, you know, and we had a lot of people tune in to watch our live and we did it live. So we tried oh. to make it as sort of theatrical as possible. But we had people on our Zoom watching us do this very dramatic piece of theatre. But we managed to do the kiss. If you can imagine two actors leaning in and kissing just above their cameras. <laughs> so our audience got to see sort of like chin and neck. But you sort of get it. You get the vibe. Yeah. And people loved it. Let them fill in the blank. Yeah. I, uh, I just remember some wonderful, wild sort of lockdown theatre experimentation with Zoom, eh? And then everyone, it's kind of like everyone's on Zoom. So sort of everyone feels like they're on stage in a way. I don't know. It's different. Yeah. It's incredible. Is theatre your first love? Would you say that? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. My first love and my truest kind of form of acting, I guess, like I I feel like it's, um, as an actor, you can't hide behind anything else, you know. It's completely vulnerable and you're there and I love live performance, which is also why I love stand-up as well. But yeah, theatre is my... Um, the first. The first. The first love. Yeah. You were on Shorty for a few years. Playing uh, Desdemona. Yes. It's a stable gig, right? Regular money. So, what made you decide to step off? Well, um, I sort of feel like I had accomplished all of my goals that I wanted to, and most of them were financial, to be honest. <laughs> uh, while I was working there, it was a f fantastic gig, and also I was really, really lucky with the character I got too. Um, there are moments in that show, though, where you do start feeling like you are repeating your storylines and stuff like that. And I was a real impact player, too. I, I, I got to be in lots of different scenes because I can do the comedy and the drama. So I, I worked up very, very hard on that show, but I did two and a half years. And my agent was actually a big part of me deciding to step away from that show because he said, look, you 
you know, without any disrespect to the people who do stay on that show for a long time, you do sort of become that character and your your acting becomes for the te- for the television. And I just want to make sure that I'm always giving myself lots of opportunities mm. to work in different places. Mm. I guess you've got to take, you've been able to take the lead a lot more doing your own um, comedy festival shows. Like I was thinking, Kura, Shoulda, Woulda, that's one of my favourite stage titles of all time. Thank Are you. you? I mean, yeah, I mean, it must be hard to kind of, it's a small pool in terms of television in New Zealand, right? Yeah, it is. But there are amazing opportunities and um, lots and lots of great television being made at the moment by New Zealanders. So um, I'm glad I got to be part of Double Parked recently. Um, a small role in Creamery. Shout out, Polina. Thank you. So, Good you know, um, yeah. I think he was right, my agent Colin Moy, he was really right in saying that you have to keep yourself available mm. and fresh and not get complacent in your work. Yeah. Also you got that role in twenty nineteen that was the same year that you won the Billy T. Uh first woman of Maori descent to win. First yeah, Maori descent since nice. two thousand four. So that was a big year for you. It was. It was huge. And the comedy world were a little bit like, Where are you? you know, because the Billy T Award is about awarding the best emerging artist. Mm. And I um sort of disappeared into Shorten Street land. But I sort of explained to them that I believe that you can do comedy anywhere. It doesn't need to be on the mainstream sort of stages. Mm. In saying that though, they were very pleased that I came back with a new hour this year. Mm. And I make a joke in my stand up show that I only do comedy every four years. <laughs> but hopefully I'll change that. I, and I did go see your show this year, here if you need. Thank you. I felt very, very seen. I just have to tell you that yes. because it was about here if you need being that netballer, the wing D netballer, which I absolutely was, and also the admin person in your social group. Everyone's got everyone's got an admin person in the social I'm group. I'm learning all sorts of things about you today, Polina. I know. Wing yes. defence, huh? I know, terrible. It's the it's the first one you drop. Let's be honest. If you if you're short short one or two people on a team, <laughs> it is, it, wing it is, D's the yeah. first one to go. Yeah, height height is definitely a thing. Isn't <laughs> There's it? something about a wing D, their personality. They are here if you need, you yeah. know. And I must admit, outside of studio, I did say to Polina, she does give off admin and wing D vibes, and <laughs> that is not a diss. <laughs> I'm the, person, I'm the person that writes at the end of the email, don't hesitate to get in touch if you have any issues. It's that line, isn't <laughs> it's it? It's beautiful, and I love those people. <laughs> and I've had a lot of admins and wingdies message me since the show telling me about their group chats and things like that. So. <laughs> Feeling acknowledged. Yeah. <laughs> you're obviously, you know, you're on TV. Do you, and you watch, you're more of a TV watcher than, say, like a book reader. I am, What have yes. you been watching recently? Well, I have been watching, i tell you what I really enjoyed was Beef. Oh, oh yeah. Loved that. Yeah, loved Gosh, it. I love beef. And I feel like since it's finished, I haven't seen something like that. You know, like the way it just gets you in there with that first episode. And then I was yes. like, I cannot stop watching this. And I was shocked and surprised at every twist and turn. I thought the acting was incredible. The writing was incredible. I thought it was so funny. It starts off with, for those who haven't seen it, this is a Netflix show uh, with comedian Ali Wong. And it starts off, effectively, it's it's a road rage incident, if you will, isn't it? Yeah. And then it spirals into this revenge plot twist thing. But I think the thing that keeps you on the edge of your seat is the lack of definition in the tone. Yes. So it's funny one minute, it's a bit thrillery the next minute, stalkery the next minute. Well, it's really yeah. creepy, like, isn't what? it? Yeah, it's creepy. It's really creepy, but then, yeah. But then heartfelt in yes. some moments. It's, yeah, it's a real mashup. And these two desperate characters... Who have totally different lives, but are almost searching for the same thing. Yes, 
It's yeah, I, and it, I found it really cool. And there's something I do quite like shows where the characters are sort of unlikable. Yeah. Because it I suppose we all have flaws, right? And it appeals to that part, the imperfect part of us. Yeah, I and think. I couldn't decide who I was siding with a lot of the time yes. as well, which is always a good sign of good. I think the poor the poor sculptor. I mean it's a real piss take of the <laughs> yes, LA art yes. scene. The, the poor Absolutely. poor male sculptor. The, the privileged <laughs> what's going wealthy on. male sculptor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, how do I get my work seen? And being a comedian, then you obviously see a lot of live shows as well and gigs and that sort of thing. I do. I have been loving. I mean, the comedy festival this year was amazing. I went out to see all of my friends perform. So many good new people coming through. And I'm judging. I'm going to be part of the judging panel for the Billy T Award next oh. year. So I'm so lucky because I just feel like there's, um, you know, the, the future of comedy in New Zealand is in great hands. So there's some wicked shows to you know, there will be some great shows to be seen. Have you ever been to Edinburgh? Not as a performer, but I have as a punter. Yeah. When I was living in London, I popped over to Edinburgh. And because I was so homesick, I'd been away for nearly two years. I just went to see all the Kiwi Did shows. Yeah, the accent? Yeah, exactly. I saw Morgana's uh, one-woman show. My friend Beulah and Fussy Tua had a show there at the time. I went to see that crazy zombie show. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's interactive. Yes. Uh, yeah. Theatre. Yeah. 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 But myself as a stand-up, Edinburgh is something that I always sort of go, when will I do that? Every, when well, I maybe don't in know. four years. Yeah. That, maybe in next, four years. Maybe in four years' time. And you might get onto a big BBC comedy show like Rose Matafeo. Yes, which was going to be my next shout-out, actually, because I just started Starstruck episode, uh, sorry, season, season three. three last night. Oh, it's just come on, is it? On TVNZ? It is, yeah. Nice. Fabulous. I'm going to binge it soon. I'm... Gosh, I just, yeah, I keep waiting for her to ring me to come over for a little Any part. moment now. Any moment. Any moment. Rose, if you're listening, um, Kura's waiting for your call. Yes. Um, well, thank you very much for joining us today. And before we go, we've got a song. The next song we're going to play is one recommended by you. It's Gorilla by Little Sims. Uh, you've been listening to this on repeat. On repeat, I love it. Her what is whole it about, album. What is it about her that you like? I don't know. It's like the sass, the attitude, the femme, the like her accent, what she talks about, her ability to rap and sound so good and clear and amazing. And she keeps the accent. It's a um, is that an East London? I think so. East London yeah, accent? yeah. I just feel really fierce when I listen to it. Mm. So it's a good feeling. Yeah. Very good. Okay, here it is. Gorilla by Little Sims.